Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello Radical Broccoli podcast listeners. Thank you for returning to our podcast. We love each and every one of you so much and we really value that you're taking time together with us. Today we are back with a new Susie and Annette episode. Yoo-hoo. We have a few fun topics that we want to talk about. We have tuned in and channeled some wisdom of what we wanted to share today. And we feel like these topics are going to be something that can help each and every one of you in different ways. I'm sure it's going to hit everyone differently. And we've also received some listener questions that we want to take throughout the episode. Yeah, topics such as jealousy, how to uh, connect your intuition more. Mm. And yeah, we have some juicy questions that we're definitely going to answer in the episode. Yeah, and know that if you have questions for the podcast... They're always warmly welcomed in our Instagram inbox at Radical Broccoli or through our email. You find everything in our Instagram bio. Yes, absolutely. So, Netern. Netern? <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm having a very challenging day, mm. to be honest. Yeah. Um, but still, I'm showing up and trying to just give the best of me. Uh, in the ways that I can but yeah. I don't know just honestly it's I'm having a challenging day I haven't slept enough the past week and um, having being very challenged in some areas of my life right now yeah and um, yeah and how is it making you feel right now I feel very yeah, that's such a good question, you know? When someone asks you, are like, holy shit, how do I actually feel? Yeah, have you asked yourself that? No. I, I feel very... Um, you know, I'm trying to really remind myself that I can trust the universe, but it's really hard in, in these times. So you feel lack of trust? Yeah. And I also feel very just like ugly. <laughs> I don't know how mm. to say that. I feel yeah. out of balance and very just emotional. Um, and I think actually it's a good thing because for so long I've been very much in my masculine these past weeks because hmm. I've been organizing so much. Yeah. And now I think the pendulum just swung all the way to the other side and I'm just like a feminine mess. <laughs> yeah. But it's still amazing how you came here this morning on time that we had agreed on to shoot a campaign which you were going to be in. And if I think back to maybe a year ago, I don't think you would have. No. So I feel like you're still so professional and you're... I'm not going to say pushing through because that's not the right description of it. But you're, you're here, you're showing up for Radical Broccoli for the podcast, for our work, for a company and our universe, and at the same time, uh, hopefully showing up for yourself. Mm, thank you. That's nice to hear. <laughs> uh, 
And you also drew an animal spirit card this morning. Yeah. What did it say? It was a nightingale and it was so spot on. It scares me because <laughs> yeah. I know exactly why all of this is happening. Um, yeah. And it literally told me to make a connection between my heart and my throat and <laughs> to start expressing and singing mm. and, and talking and talking in the podcast. Yeah. And creating and, um, you know, I think a lot of us can relate to having a lot of walls up yes, and not wanting anybody to see what's behind those walls or not mm. even being able to let them down. And then instead of letting people in, you push them away. Yeah. And uh, then you're creating the hurt that you're um, afraid of. Afraid of. And exactly. Yeah. It's... Um, mm. This is exactly what I'm reading about in the... Oh, I can never remember what this book is called. <laughs> the Untethered Soul. Untethered. I, it's because I don't know what untethered means. <laughs> and I've Googled it, I looked it up, and I still don't understand what it means. And I still don't remember the word. Mm. But the book is called Untethered Soul. <laughs> and it is so beautiful. I'm now reading the part where he's explaining um, why it's so important to keep your heart open mm. and how our heart actually is the most beautiful important and also spiritual organ mm. because it is that's my favorite chapter in the book yeah it is basically when you open close open close open close you also open and close for your own vital force energy mm. to flow mm. And that is why when we close, we shut off, we become really, really tired as well. <laughs> so we close off for our own flow mm. because we are scared yeah. and because we are wounded. Mm. And then he explains um, also beautifully how you can release those deep emotions, those traumas, because what happens when we're triggered is that it's pushing on something that's already stored within you. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to avoid not to feel. Mm. But by actually feeling that, we can heal it. Yeah. And we can actually release a trigger that is maybe 10 years old or mm. more. Mm. And um, yeah, I think it's just so fascinating how we work as human beings. Yeah. And we. And how the universe, it's like never a coincidence who you draw into your life and no. who you. Um, when you're ready for things. But it doesn't mean that it's not painful. No, and the learning experience you have with the relationships that you attract in your life is so incredible. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I highly recommend the book. Yeah, it's an amazing book. And I love that it actually, that reminder to always keep your heart open, it makes me just zoom out and just remember that like life is here and now. Yeah. Just keep it open no matter what happens. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And it also just, explains so beautifully how we can just be in each moment. Mm. Each moment is our life. But if we're constantly thinking ahead or backwards mm. or stressing or worrying or being on our phone or not being in the here and now and seeing the beauty that is actually right here, right now, mm. then our life will just pass us by. Yeah. So when I read that, I'm like, oh, it's such a relaxing <laughs> sigh of relief. We're right where we're supposed to be. Mm. No matter how painful it feels right now or uncomfortable mm. or confusing. Yeah. Try and just be with it. Yeah. 
and take a breath and relax your body and let well-being come back to you. Mm. Yeah, because what I'm wanting to do is just trust that <clears throat> if I let go of control and if I just stop trying to fix everything, that everything won't fall apart. And that to me, I think just, <clears throat> I don't even know how to do it mm. because I've never had the imprint of being like 100% um, contained for mm. by the masculine. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. So I don't even know how it feels because I've, I think, always taking care of myself. Yes. And then that means you're always in the masculine. Mm, that's very interesting. Yeah. This is such a good time for you. <laughs> <laughs> such a good practice. Yeah, how do you view it from the outside? Or how would you explain it? Or how would you like explain it if, if it was somebody else? Well, to me, it's actually surprising that you say that because I feel like you're really good at doing both. You're really, really good at um, setting the structure, seeing the visions, putting together the pieces. Now I'm thinking business-wise and yeah. in your life. And at the same time, you are so good at letting everything go. Mm. And you're never stressing. Like, I mean, you are stressing, but you can be really late with getting a flight ticket, but still you know that everything will sort out. Yeah. And to me, that is also being in the feminine. Yeah. That's true. I think in most areas of my life, I'm really good at letting things go. Yeah. And you're always the one telling me, like relax yeah we'll just figure it out yes and i'm the one who's always obsessing and wanting to plan everything and i get really stressed if we haven't talked things through and you're like come on you have everything within yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> this is where where we are so different for so you different. it shows up in for example in work and yeah. for me it shows up in other areas but i think actually it's kind of the same you know the same core the same core yeah because when you described it that you said um, what happens if I let go of control mm. that is my big fear within work yeah because I don't know what's gonna happen yeah and I fear that that will lead me to the ultimate failure mm. and like financial failure and which means how do I support myself which means how do I pay my rent you know it gets really really um, to the level of survival mm, that's so interesting because I don't have that fear at all and so I feel like I always need to be on top of things mm -hmm. and it can be really, really stressful inside my body and head. And how does it show up? Is it like you wake up with, <gasps> I have to do this and this and this or? Not so much anymore, but for example, today I'm going to travel. Mm. So the past three days I have felt so much pressure to get everything done before that. Uh, especially the things that we need to do together and all the things that I need to do here physically mm. and and yeah so I tend to like okay pack my schedule and like this is what I'm gonna do then and then and then but then my body is so communicative that it makes me either really tired or really tense when I'm taking it too far and then I always find space and a break and something really really soothing to do so that i can get back into alignment do you know what i think is very fascinating with you the last 
six months. Ah, I'm scared <laughs> to know. <laughs> Do I want to know? Yeah. Okay. For the first time in in um, your life, I've seen you get angry. Huh. It's like the last year or something. You've started to to show anger, <laughs> and it it definitely goes out over me. Like it's not a good thing for me at all or pleasant. But somehow, whenever I see you angry, I'm so fascinated. Really? <laughs> yes. Hi, I feel like I've always been. No, not, no, you're so feisty now, hmm. and I feel like there's something within you that's finally releasing. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm really, honestly, I'm deepening on all levels. Yeah. Um, due to many things that are happening right now. Yeah. I am really, my roots are going so deep. Mm. And the reason I know that is because my emotions are so deep. Mm. I've been through the depth of shame, guilt, anger, fear, grief. I mean, so, Yeah. Mm. I've been down. Yeah. And that also means that I can go further up. Yeah. And I, th I just think it's fascinating because um, in astrology, you are Aries rising. Yes. And for years, I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all because you have no, you're such a Pisces. You're so slow. You're so like <laughs> sensitive. Sensitive. You cry a lot. And then the Capricorn makes a lot of sense. We both have that Capricorn yeah. moon. Yeah. Like yeah. just get on with it. Da 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 da. Work, work, work. work. <laughs> That's how we deal with our emotions naturally. Yeah. But then you're the Aries rising, and Aries is like, like my dog. Yeah. And that is finally started to show up oh, in this anger. That's so funny, actually. Yeah. But just remember you're next welcome. time not to be angry at me. <laughs> It was like I came home here the other day and you were like, why are you here? <laughs> I was like, we're going surfing. Surfing? No, we're going to sit down and we're going to prep and I'm going to make a PowerPoint and I'm going to talk through things. <laughs> and I was like, we've worked from nine o'clock. Now we need a break. And then we have work this um, evening as well. Yeah, true. Need to get in the water. You were like, yeah. no, I hate you. And then we went surfing. You're like, wow, thank you. I really needed this. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. You at least get the honor for it afterwards. <laughs> But yeah, I was really annoyed. Mm -hmm. And I mean, of course, it triggers me when you're so chill and relaxed about things when I'm so stressed. Yeah. Because it shows me what I could be, but what I'm scared to do. But yeah. But honestly, guys listening, girls, gals, people, Peeps. friends, <laughs> lovers. Lovers? <laughs> Do you have lovers listening? No, I don't. <laughs> Did you mean loves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not awkward. Um, these are the, the things that are happening. And sometimes it feels like it never stops. Um, but then again, there's also so much good. So I also have to try to focus on that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know if it's the Aries full moon, but I really feel like I'm um, going through the hardest things ever. Yeah. Is it still Libra season? Um, I'm, yeah, I think so. It's all about relationships. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's um, it from us. Other than that, things are great. <laughs> Life's good. Things are rolling. Mm -hmm. 
No, but we are having a lot of fun too. Yeah. We're creating really fun sessions in the membership. Mm. We had such a good one with Ben Harris, yeah. the fear guy. We have such a good energy together. Yeah. If you don't follow the fear guy, he's such a cool person and he has such good perspectives on why you are experiencing fear and how to handle it. Mm. And he's super authentic in his messages, vulnerable. He's so open. Mm. I really love that. Mm. I just feel like he's he's just himself. Yeah. And I really dig that. Yeah. And I think we have a lot of the same philosophies in life. Yeah. And how to and why to go through things. Mm. Um and this week on Monday in the membership, we had our own session mm-hmm. where we talked about victim consciousness. Yeah, that's also very interesting. Mm. And um, such also with regards to what we both just shared. Like, oh, yeah. Um, if you apply victim consciousness on top of that, yeah, oof, it would have been hard. <laughs> because I think even though we go th- through things where we are able to zoom out and be like, okay, li- like this is life. It's not like um, I'm going to s- feel like, um, I mean, I still know I create everything. Yeah, and that it's happening for you. Mm. So basically, if you would be in victim consciousness in this situation, you would be like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Um, Poor me, I feel awful, and it's this and this and this person's fault. Mm. But stepping out of victim consciousness and into power and creation, you're like, okay, this is challenging, but I see that this is going to help me evolve Mm. to be in contact with my deepest purpose Mm. and who I really am. Mm. So thank you. I will go through the emotions and I will process it and I'll come out stronger on the other side. Mm. And that is radical. That's radical. Mm. (laughs) It's not normal. It's very um, huge. Yeah. And... It takes back your power, but at the same time, it's like you have to take a lot of ownership as well. You have to take ownership of everything. Mm. So if you have a challenging situation right now in a relationship, maybe with a few people, have a little look at whether you are blaming those other people for your circumstances or not. Because what happens when you're stuck in victim consciousness you're actually giving away your power and thereby your energy to this other person and the situation outside of you yeah and that means you have less power to create your life Mm. and this shows up time and time and time again when i do soul readings when people are really attached to other souls and they give their power away i can see it in the reading and um and they always know yeah (laughs) same in coaching yeah it's every single time and it's so fascinating how relationships affect us so much more than we think yeah and where we give away our energy Mm. um which is probably why we are here together because we learned that the hard way through being sisters yeah and i always Mm. remind um, my our clients our listeners that um no one can do anything to you unless you allow it mm. because you have all the power over your own life. Oh, can you explain that more? Okay, yes, I can. So, let's say that someone 
is really jealous of you at work mm. and they're constantly making nasty mean little comments and like dropping small bombs that make you feel really uncomfortable and in that situation you have um, the possibility to either let those comments be true for you and thereby they will affect you and especially if you start taking actions based on what is being said mm. if you play out what is being said like um, let's say that they they think that you spend too much money and they constantly comment on that if you then dim your light and play it small and start spending less money you're giving away your power to that person and you're also agreeing with what they're saying mm. and that is when you let someone else's opinion affect you okay so let them affect you and what is the consequence of that you give your energy you give your vital force energy to another person to another soul mm. and you need if you want to create abundance you need all your vital force energy to be flowing through your system alone mm. and that's why I say that nothing can no one can ever do anything to you unless you let it mm. and the opposite would be that you see those triggers and you take a look why does this somehow feel true to me yeah where am I wounded why is this person bothering me so much why is this happening for me and you deal with your own stuff in the process because hmm. it's all about you yeah and then when you have released those triggers it it won't affect you you'll be like what the fuck that person is so ignorant why would they keep spreading shit like that mm. and then you wouldn't actually care that's so interesting yeah so <clears throat> this means that whenever we have something happen um to us Yeah. The feeling. We have an opening for it. Yes. We're accepting it. Mm. Exactly. So how do we how do we transform that? Yeah, I think we need to realize that when we accept such a thing, it is because we agree with it on a certain level. Mm. And the reason that is not good for us is because it's it's not true for our soul level being. Um How can I explain this more simple? So it's not true, for example, in the example that that person is spending too much money. That person is living their abundant life. But if they have a wounding around money from their upbringing, that is where they need to take that specific look. Mm. Why is that triggering them? Okay, maybe your dad always um, said that oh, you can't spend money unless you've been this and this productive. Or rich people are dumb. And you look at those things that are true inside of you, and that's where you release. That is the emotions that need to be processed. Just like we talked about with the, the book. Whenever you have a trigger, it's a wounding inside of you. Mm. And it's deep, and it can be old. And once you release that, then situations change in front of your very eyes. And how, <clears throat> this is the grand question, how do you release In my opinion, you need to have a sort of an emotional release mm. um, because emotions are energy. And if we at one point experience something and then we suppress it or we just pass on, move on with our lives without ever expressing that emotion, it gets stuck. So next time it gets triggered, that emotion wants to come out. Mm. It wants to express 
But if we then again stop it, it's again stuck in our body. Mm. So the clue is to really go in and feel, f- really feel. Feel and express through your body, through movement, through crying, through shouting, through screaming into a pillow, through doing everything that your intuition is guiding you to do to release that emotion. Mm. And that's why it's triggering you. It wants to come out. Yeah. It's like, hello. Because that is exactly what is happening for me. <clears throat> for me. <laughs> the same type of situation over and over again. And I'm just like... You know, last night I did exactly that. I just screamed into a pillow. Yeah, it's so important. And, but still I'm like, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, but how can I actually transform it? I'm still a little bit stuck there. There's probably more emotion, yeah. to be honest. One scream, it probably needs a tantrum. Like, you need to spend 15 minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, I was having a... And then... When the anger is gone, maybe there will be some tears mm. and then different emotions will shift through. Yeah. Really creating that space for yourself to let those emotions come. Yeah. No, that's why I couldn't sleep because I woke up so angry. <laughs> then and I could still feel, there. feel like my whole chest vibrating of anger. And I was like, mm. whoa, this is yeah. a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though. And you know, I'm a Taurus. There's a lot. <laughs> like, I am very smooth. Or smooth. I'm very <laughs> stable, was yeah. going to say. <laughs> Sorry, lack of sleep. But when lovers, I f- I'm very smooth. <laughs> <laughs> but when I first get angry, you wake in the bull. And there's yeah. just so much anger. I think you have more, to be honest. Mm. That's the feeling that I'm getting for you specifically. Yeah. So what would you recommend me do? I love, um, there's this one exercise that Sofia Sundari has created. Mm. And basically what it is, is 15 minutes with music where she guides you through focusing on different things that really piss you off Mm. while you're stomping in the ground. You're like um, throwing your arms and that makes the body able to express the anger. Mm. You could do something similar to that by yourself. Yeah. Just put on like drum music and like tribal music for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then just like stomp. And then when you feel like you need to scream, have a pillow and scream and mm-hmm. punch the pillow. The car is an amazing place to scream too. Yeah. And don't stop until you know that, wow, it's all gone. Mm. And you might need to do it a few times yeah. a week in the beginning if it's really, really intense. Mm. Um and it's so healthy. Jesus. It's like uh, many people have problems with the throat chakra, like thyroid issues or trembling voice like I can have sometimes. And to me, that's a clear sign we're not expressing everything that's happening inside. Yeah. yeah. So fun weekend coming. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Anger management. No, it doesn't take so much time. No. Or you can go in the woods. Or in front of the ocean where the waves are really loud and just like, ah. mm. it's so nice. Yeah. I remember the first time we did that in Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> and we're so scared that someone would hear us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for those tips. 
You're so welcome. Um, but we have some questions yes. from our beautiful listeners. Hmm. And one of them is um, about jealousy. Yeah. What, where does it come from? What does it do with us? Um, how can you handle jealousy in love, but also in friendship and in career? Mm. So yeah, I think jealousy is very interesting. I never thought I was jealous <laughs> until now. <laughs> until I was so freaking jealous. <laughs> and um, it's a very interesting emotion. It feels very like um, tribal almost, you know? It feels like it comes from this wild woman inside, like this, like, rah! <laughs> this really, really... Yeah, I feel like it's a tribal feeling, mm. um, if I can say that. Or like very Primal. Old. Primal is the word. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Please excuse me. That's very okay. And um, it reminds me of this book, Running with Wolves. Mm, I haven't read that. No, I haven't read it either. Oh. But that's what I picture, a woman running with wolves. Mm. And it is definitely, for me, an indicator of where I am not or where I'm still um, unsure, insecure, um, or maybe where I don't want people to see me. Yeah. Um, and it really can show you where you have potential to grow. Oh yeah. And I would say it's the same in work and career and love. It's like, let's say you, someone has huge success and it feels like it's overnight and that everything is just so easy for them and you're like struggling so much. Mm. Um, and then it can feel very like, why? Like, what am I doing wrong? Why is it so easy for someone else? Why yeah. does it take so much time for me? Like, am I not good enough? Am I not worthy? Am I doing everything wrong? Should I quit? You know, all of these feelings can come up. Yeah, I so had that feeling a lot. Yeah. In, in relation to work. Mm. And I had to go into it mm. and really investigate. And bottom line, what I found is what you're saying. I didn't feel worthy. Mm. Didn't feel like what I was creating was anything special mm. or unique or important to anyone. But there is such a beautiful technique that actually Ben Harris taught us. Mm. And that is gathering proof of the opposite belief. Mm. And that makes me always feel so soothed. So in that specific situation, that would mean, okay, I'm not worthy is the feeling that I'm feeling caused by jealousy of some other work. Uh, or something that I'm seeing within career that I really want, but I don't have. Mm. So it makes me feel unworthy. Um, and what I then would want to do was to look at reasons that I am worthy and proof that what I am creating is unique and beautiful and that it is changing people's lives. Because our brain has this negativity bias. It always wants to focus on the one thing that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And we don't really count the celebrations and the blessings and the things that we're doing that's good. Mm. And so when we choose to actually do that, we can really fill up our cup of self-love and self-appreciation. 
And to me, that can mean specifically <clears throat> reflecting on how my work is affecting other people's lives and how I'm so lucky to be able to work in such a transformative field and how what feedback we've gotten, like actually read through positive feedback, comments, um, looking through the collaborations we've had and really bathing in my own success and in order to build my own self-worth. And that is looking for proof that I, I am worthy and I feel worthy. Mm. And it sounds maybe a bit like, okay, but that's very external. But it actually is a really good thing to try. Mm. So when do you feel most jealous? <clears throat> hmm. And how does it feel? How does it feel? It feels very... Um, it feels a bit shameful. Shameful, too. a little out of control. Like it shouldn't be happening. Yeah. I shouldn't feel like that, basically. Mm. I should just be kind and yeah. smile just and smile. move on <laughs> with my life. It brings that anger in me. Like yeah. It pisses me off. Um, yeah, shame, definitely. And um, oh, unworthiness. Yeah. Um, guilt. Mm. Yeah, for example, in relationships or let's say in a little bit younger me would be like, oh, wow, they're already married and they're, they have kids and they bought a house and they've done all these things and here I am without anything. Mm. That could make me feel uncomfortable and jealous. Yeah. And um, so she's asking, where does it come from? To me, that comes from, might be a desire, mm. might be showing me what is it that I need or want, mm. but it might also be a little bit deceptive, if that is a word, of what I think I want, mm. what I've seen on social media. Yeah. Yeah, I think it can represent your core values, like what you really need to feel safe and secure. Yeah. Um... And sometimes it could be good, like, okay, you see someone having a healthy economy and you realize, like, wow, I actually need to have that and yeah. something I have to prioritize. Mm. Maybe I have to choose not to go shopping anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, Take more responsibility within my finances. Mm. It can be a healthy kick in the butt. Yeah. Uh, but it can also show you where, um, yeah, like you said earlier, like where you don't feel like you're um, worthy of having money or love or um, where you're afraid to lose it. Yeah. And where you still feel small. Yeah. Because I was picturing, let's say, um, in a romantic relationship, if there is jealousy, if I would be jealous, it would typically be some kind of ex situation. Mm. And I don't know why I even bother thinking about that, but sometimes I do. Yeah. And then I can get really worked up around it. Me too. And it's so silly. It's like, I'm just setting myself up for failure. Yeah. And I know it's in the past, but it's totally irrational. And uh. sometimes I just want to go there. Yeah. And then it can spark this feeling of comparison. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the worst. Like, oh, she's... Mm -hmm. she was this and that yeah so much easier with her <laughs> yeah yeah they had a lot more fun <laughs> <laughs> so then it's showing you all your insecurities yeah in a relationship mm. 
And in that <clears throat> type of situation, I feel like it's so healthy just to have a conversation with your partner. That's at least what I would do. Yeah. And I would be totally honest and really like, okay, I feel really stupid right now, but I actually feel so jealous over this and this. Mm. And then it would always lead to a comforting conversation where things are resolved. And I would realize, okay, that's not necessary, is it? Mm. <laughs> or not. No. Or not. Or it can lead to a fight, mm. of course. Um, <clears throat> it can lead to showing more wounds and more triggers and more things from both both sides. Yeah. Um, and especially if the other person is also experiencing jealousy, it can go like a ping pong ball back and forth and uh, it can be hard to communicate. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think um, jealousy could be also quite healthy in relationships. Mm. It shows you that you really, really care and desire for the person you're with. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember one of my relationships, um, another guy, friend, just kissed me on the mouth. Mm. And my then partner said nothing. And then mm. I felt like, like it was just so, f- oh, like yeah. a part. And then I just felt like, what? You know, shouldn't you like do something? Punch him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was the, then I felt, didn't feel seen at all. Mm. Yeah, that's so interesting. <laughs> So it is kind of a protection mechanism in a relationship. Mm. Like protecting what we feel like is ours. Yeah. And clearly stating our boundaries also. Mm. What is okay and what's freaking not okay. Yeah. Um, so jealousy. Wow, that's so much you can find in there. <laughs> yeah. It's like a pot of jewels. Yeah. <laughs> you can find the wounds, but you can also really find the gems. Mm. And in any case... For me, it really helps working with someone. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, to understand myself better. Mm. And uh, to, to just have support going through these difficult things. Yeah. So if you experience a lot of jealousy, um, there might be so many different topics happening at once that it's a little bit hard to work through by yourself. Yeah. So we always recommend working with a coach or a healer or a mentor or someone that you feel can help you. Mm. And I find it interesting uh, that when you, we've had a lot of business coaching, um, but what happens is that it's never about business. No. <laughs> it's always about what's happening in your personal life. Mm. So having a business coach, if you're an entrepreneur, is so healthy yeah. because you will work through these things because mm. this is what's blocking your own success as yeah. well. Yeah. <clears throat> so thank you for the question. Mm. Is there anything more you want to add on that? No, I think that was beautiful. Lovers. <laughs> <laughs> you might be creating some uh, <laughs> jealousy there. Oh, no, that's not my intention. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we had another beautiful question, mm-hmm. which was regarding how to know what you want yeah. and how to listen to your intuition. Mm-hmm. So when especially you feel like there's nothing telling you this or that, mm-hmm. you feel like numb or you feel hard, that it's hard to connect. Mm-hmm. Well, I would just say intuition is so fast. It's literally the first thing. And you're that minute after your ego is going to block it. Yeah. 
Um, yesterday I got like this ding, do this, and I did it, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And yeah, that was the intuition, and I just follow it. Yeah, I also do that. I love listening to those weird yeah things that come through so quickly. Yeah, they're like ding, and I get yeah, you know, voices telling me what to do, but still, it's like. I don't know. Some, and I have no idea why. <laughs> no. But for people who really don't feel like they hear or feel anything, what mm. would you advise? <clears throat> I would definitely advise to um, have some phone-free time and yeah. um, to just go for a walk and just like ask yourself questions. Mm. Start there. Super simple, super easy. Everybody likes to have fresh air. Yeah. And just ask yourself, like, how am I feeling right now? What do I think is right about this? And just start to... Because you have to start to ask yourself questions. That's the most important thing. Mm. And um, you can even ask, why do I feel like I don't know what's the best choice for me? Yeah. And then your intuition will send you (laughs) some kind of answers. Yeah. And trust is so important. Yeah. To trust yourself and what you're hearing. And it can be quite counterintuitive. Yeah. Okay, your intuition is counterintuitive, but it can be opposite of what you think you want to hear. Mm. And that, again, can make the ego try to shut it down or make you procrastinate or make you think of something else. Mm. But I think what you're saying about um, you need to create an environment where you can hear yourself. Yeah. So that can either be spending time out in nature or actually doing some exercise, doing some physical movement, getting that energy flow mm. and then having some quiet time for yourself Yeah, where you feel really relaxed and peaceful. Mm. Then you can do some journaling. Yeah, You can lay down and meditate. Mm. Just also check out your human design. I know for me as a projector, alone time is like... It's just so necessary. Yeah. Sleeping alone in my bed, for example. Mm. Things like this. And for you, doing things that bring you joy. Yeah. That's where you can connect. Mm. Um, for manifesting generators, it's doing multiple things that they enjoy. Yeah. And allowing themselves to have so many things going at once. Yeah. And manifestors, it's commanding yeah. what you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Really, I think I highly recommend that as a tool yeah. to check in. Yeah, very good tip. Mm. But yeah, your intuition is there. It's nothing that... It's it's not like some people have it and some don't. No. It doesn't work like that. But you need to develop it. Because mm. I used to feel exactly like that. I didn't know what option was better than the other. Yeah. And I've really put in time and uh, effort and trust mm. into developing it. Yeah. And that also means a bit of experimentation. Like, mm. okay... I feel like my intuition is saying this, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Try it out. I feel like my intuition is telling me to have a day alone and go to a cafe and have a nice cup of hot cacao. <laughs> Do it. Cup of hot cacao. Kappa. <laughs> have a nice cup of <coughs> Try it and see how it makes you feel. Because what's funny is that, okay, that doesn't make any sense to why that would create a better life for me overall. <laughs> but when you go there and you sit down, you might get another ping another little intuition Mm. and it's guiding you yeah 
step by step by step, it won't show you the end result. Mm. It will show you all the little steps that you need to take. Yeah. And intuition is also desire. Yes. Uh, it's when you want something, it's meant for you. And that's where intuition is trying to guide you. Mm. So you can actually use your jealousy mm. to connect with your intuition. Yes. To find your true desire. Yeah. Ooh, that changed something Ooh. in me. <laughs> I just felt something change. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I think we unlocked a new tool here at the podcast today. Mm-hmm. All right. And with that, we are going to end this episode. Yes. I'm going to go home and have a little power nap. Lovely. <laughs> and, uh, scream in the car. Good. <laughs> I'm going to have a break. Yeah. And enjoy some time outside. Nice. Sending you big hugs and thank you for listening. Love to hear from you. And next week we'll be back with another episode. Bye. Bye. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt regnskap.